0: Welcome to book pile banter this is Amberly with sarah and kim and today we are doing our rapid reads for fugitive telemetry which is by martha wells and for those who are not aware it is technically book six in the series but per sarah's wisdom we are reading it before we head to network effect that did cause some confusion on our end
1: <laughs> did you hear that kim read
0: it before yeah yeah never. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta, so
2: gotta catch me on this
0: shit when i'm awake <laughs> well you know uh this as for never. the plot it is i did not write anything because i oh
1: you this... you had an extra day to write I it
0: <laughs> I, and, know. You know... I worked this was not my weekend um I remember now what the, the plot was. It was a kind of murder mystery on Preservation Society? Station, Station, Station thank you. I knew I was going to get that word wrong. And our lovely murder bot has been tasked with helping figure out the murder because they it has been tasked to do it well. It observes making sure Mensa is safe so that Greg Chris doesn't get too hurt. I don't know if I need to add more to that. I
1: I think that pretty much sums it up.
0: Okay. So, Kim, what did you think of Fugitive Telemetry? I loved it. Oh, good. Are you you going to give an example, proof that you actually read it? Proof? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God let me look at no
2: no, no. <laughs> i love it what what the point i probably loved the most was when they kept asking for murderbot's per identification and murderbot was like that's personal that's personal and and then finally they're like okay fine it's murderbot and one of the other characters is like yeah maybe we don't use that name and <laughs> murderbot's like it's personal so yeah no that was probably my favorite point in all of this um but yeah, I, I love these books. I am I'm actually gonna get a set for Rex. I think uh, he would absolutely love these.
0: Yeah, I think he would. Um so Sarah, what did you think?
1: I liked this one. I mean I've liked all of them, obviously. Uh I love this series I- as well.
0: I don't know where we got the impression that you liked them. You haven't been pestering me to return to these since we started them. Before we started them. I I don't, I don't believe you. I don't think you like them as much as you claim.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know how to prove it, but. um... Tattoo. No.
0: No. <laughs> then you don't love it as much as you claim. You what, know what the hell early. would I
1: get tattooed?
0: We don't even know what Murderbot looks like. Like, uh, so you can't tattoo Murderbot.
1: You could Murderbot. write Murderbot on you, but that would be weird.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually, Murderbot's on all of the images of the books.
1: In its armor. You don't actually know what it looks like.
0: Would you want to have Murderbot's face, which it does not want to have to share upon your body? Well, if you don't have, like, the face, it's just, like,
1: this random little robot-looking creature.
0: Yes, Kim. It's so
1: funny
2: that we've had this conversation because I was looking at buying the books, right? Yeah. And I love the fact that all of the covers, even though by the time we get to these books, Murderbot is not in their armor. They don't even have their armor any longer. Yet they're portrayed on the cover of the books with their armor. Um. I, I actually like that. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean I like the covers and I like
1: that the art, whoever does the art for them, uh um, yeah. how they draw and portray murder and like the other you things get, like, too.
0: Giant prints of them to put up in your room. I already have
1: a lot of shit I have to put on my walls that I don't even know if I have enough space for. So you <laughs> know You have an
0: entire house, house. now that you can well, apartment house, that you can yeah that stuff in you don't have to limit it to your room
1: right um but i'm not the only person who lives in this house so i can't just just clutter it with all of my shit
0: Uh, yeah you can Mm -hmm. yeah you can well if only my siblings were so generous (laughs) (laughs) okay so I guess I gotta express what I thought of the book. Sorry, Daenerys is pondering jumping on Drogo to get his wet food. Um I I liked this one. I liked it better than the first like few books, not as much as I liked the last one. Uh however, I have <laughs> they're shaking their heads at me. They're just like, Why can't you like them all equal?
1: Really... How dare you? You can like them unequally, but how can you like this, like, more than the, like, the second book, which you have Art, who is amazing, or, like, the first one, which is setting up everything, and you I some wasn't... great lines in book one and book two, just amazing, and this is more of, like, a filler almost, but not quite, I mean, like, it's better than filler, but, you know, it's just, I don't know, I don't know, man, continue. <laughs> I,
0: I so... was there on this one, <laughs> I know, I know uh so however i did realize with this one the thing that i am actually starting to like but was struggling with at the beginning which is that each of these while they are all science fiction plays with different types of other genres so we've kind of had like the one that was horror where they were trapped on a station we've had you know the exploration team and the first one and then this one is is a murder mystery it's a whodunit um and so like the author within the science fiction that she's writing is actually playing around with other genres uh, and just plopping murder bot into those genres. But that's very typical of science fiction. No, I know, but I I like the fact that this isn't, you know, most authors they'll, they'll consistently like stick within whatever lane they pick. And that carries through all the books. I actually quite enjoy the fact that where each short novella is a different Style essentially, um, which means that's probably why I like some better than others is because it depends on what subgenre it's kind of playing with. And I can't remember why I liked the last one so much. Oh, because it was like a a heist, um, and so I really enjoyed it because it was a heist situation, right? Uh, so I liked that one more than this one because this was a murder mystery. It's like, okay, it's a murder mystery, um. And, and some of the early ones, I just couldn't get the, the vibe for it. So, yeah. Well, I think what makes these so
2: intriguing as you're reading them is not just because it's just science fiction and it's just these other genres, but in through all of it, it is an exploration of Murderbot and their evolution through... Um, their lives and trying to figure out who they are and it's progressing. So it's a very, it's a social commentary um, that I really enjoy.
0: Yeah, I I enjoy that too. And I I will say Murderbot is growing on me. Um, The personality of Murderbot in the first few, it was like, okay, this is kind of an interesting concept, but I'm not necessarily vibing with their personality so much. Well, as now, because they have to act more human, I I guess I appreciate them more because I'm like, yeah, it's really fucking hard to be human, um, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I can I can get it now. We're not so removed from humanity in the process. I will say though, Sarah, you'll be glad to know that Fugitive Telemetry did not make me think of you as much as the other ones have. Um, this was the least you Inverterbot has has been. <laughs> Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: So <laughs>
2: <laughs> trying to look and because because it I don't know if it came out in the intro, but I accidentally read the next book, and I'm so I'm trying to keep myself very much in line because I liked this one. I loved this one.
1: The next one is so good. That's and why so I wanted good. to read this one first because it's like if you read Network Effect. First and then you come back to this one. It's just like it doesn't have really much of an impact compared to network effect. So you kind of borked that plan. Um yeah, sorry.
2: <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, so but I'm I am I'm like looking at my notes because that's the thing is is I I do notes on this, you know, or highlights, I guess I should say, not so much notes, but it's also it is is murder bots little um one liners one-liners, little, the, the, in the parentheses comments through the entire <laughs> thing. I absolutely love them. Uh, Burger bot is, as well.
0: I will say, I, oh, Kim glitched. Yeah, she's still frozen, I think.
2: Nope, you guys both froze on me. There we go.
1: Nope, yeah. you
0: froze first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I was gonna say is I did actually like the fact that the head of security was like, I'm not gonna trust you. And that trust had to be heavily earned. And Mara's like, Butterbot's like, fine. Okay, I'm gonna work within the system. I won't use any of my normal hacks because you don't want me to do illegal things.
1: <laughs> yeah. I. This is the book where... Well. Yeah.
0: Even taking into effect...
1: Into effect oh my gosh. Uh
0: even taking network effect into account into account yeah holy sh-
1: my brain is full of holes these days i don't know if i'm just getting old or getting dementia or something but i swear to god i cannot just, navigate my thoughts very well yeah yeah it's not gonna be pretty in a couple years at this rate um but yeah taking network effect into account i feel like this is still the book the first book where you really have Murderbot acting as itself with everyone Like, it's never, everyone knows that it is technically a rogue sec unit. Like, it's not hiding that. Um, So, it's very interesting to see how it interacts with everyone. And of course, its internal dialogue is fantastic, as always. Um, Yeah.
0: This is the most unmasked it's been.
1: Yeah.
0: And I love that it's, um, ah, stop interrupting me. Go, go, Sarah, go.
1: <laughs> All I want to say is that I also love the whole thing about the murder mystery is that it is has no experience in actually like being a detective. It's just pulling off of things that it has seen in shows. and it's like, I don't know if this is even relevant or accurate, but I'm just gonna say it and we'll see what happens. <laughs> and yeah.
0: Yeah, I so what I was gonna say is the ah, uh, oh man. The thoughts just like whooshed away. <laughs> I could like, I could like oh. physically see them leaving me, and I'm like, oh, my words. Do you um, guys know
2: that I'm the old one in this little trio of ours, and and I'm the one that's actually listen, except for my internet buffering every thirty seconds.
0: Listen, I don't word well on occasion. This is an ongoing thing. I don't know what causes it um no so what i was gonna say is oddly enough this character felt feels very neurodivergent on how they handle situations um and so it was actually kind of nice to experience someone who was existing fully as themselves without any attempt to accommodate those around them so we we get the chance to watch Murderbot be like, well, that's stupid. I'm not going to do that because that's stupid. And this is the first time, I think, as Sarah was saying, that they really just get to say, mm, no, no. But then at the same time, we see them using their special interests, TV shows, in order mm-hmm. to relate and function with others um and so i was really appreciating the neurodivergency that has really like intensified in murder bot and i don't know if the author did it on purpose if they really were trying to kind of write them or code them as a neurodivergent inter- individual uh particularly because they come off very autistic to me um
2: i think it's very intentional i i think it's it's and i've thought that since book one that the author is is prevent prevent Preventing God. Now I'm turning into you guys.
0: Presenting <laughs> it's a disease.
2: It is presenting a character that that neuro neurodivergent people can identify with. Um, and I think doing it in a way that you know non neurodivergent people are going to think it's offensive. You're you're equating people to a robot. Um, yeah. But most neurodivergent people are going yeah this is me i can i do this anything- please yeah can i just <laughs> stare at a wall and you all are going to accept the fact that i'm not going to look you in the eye please just accept it um so yeah i oh man but- so
0: go ahead go ahead
2: oh i was just gonna say but i love this <laughs> i love this writer she because because i just read witch king and that was on an arc um
1: oh look at kim bragging about her arcs
2: i am i'm bragging about it because i love this one
1: (laughs) i ordered Uh, it but apparently it doesn't ship until november so
2: oh that's
1: you know eight months away but
2: wait what's the name of the other series The i can't say it rock rock
1: the roxera yeah the roxera i'm not sure how i pronounce it um this author can
2: create a world like no other author except for and this is my personal you know love of the world and mccaffrey um there is a skill here that is is there aren't very many that can do it to this level and and this author does it on each book that she writes each series that she writes and so i'm really like i said i'm going to get this this series for rex she writes young adults I'm curious to see what her young adult looks like to see, you know, this could be, she could be Rex's Anne McCaffrey in that, you know, everything that this author writes could very well be something that Rex would delve into once he, once I get him to read it. I tried to get him to commit to it today. And he was just like, I'm reading this instead. And of course it was a manga and I'm just like, whatever, we'll get you there. So I'm going to make him read it.
0: Have okay, you read anyway, any so, of
2: the other books? Nope. No, I haven't, but I'm going to now. Because I you remember liking to. it, but oh my god, you guys throw so much at me. I try. I try. I don't have a lot of time. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna read. up I'm gonna read everything she's written eventually. I'll get there.
0: <laughs> now what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier I was talking to one of my coworkers, and I I thought you guys would appreciate this. Um, and she was talking about accommodations she makes for her child. And one of them is when they talk on the phone, they don't bother waiting for like a goodbye moment. They just hang up. Like if one of them gets done talking, they just hang up. And she's like, you know, at first it was kind of really weird. She's like, but then I just realized it. It's his way of telling me he he's done. He said everything he needs to say, and she says. And sometimes I turn around and I just end the call because I've said everything I need to say, and we don't have to worry about like offending each other because we're unmasked in front of each other. And I was like, oh man, I I could appreciate that because I hate. I don't know if you guys have this, and I I think this is the most I can relate to Murder Bot is when you're standing there in a conversation. And you're, you know, you've contributed to your parts of conversation. And then people are talking. And then the conversation shifts. And then there's that moment where you realize you missed the opportunity to just walk away from the conversation. And now you don't know how to walk away without it being awkward. So you're standing there existing in a conversation that you don't need to participate in and has nothing to do with you. And you're just watching them. And you're wondering why they can't tell that you want to leave.
2: (laughs) I actually, um, in the work setting, particularly since COVID, and now we're all kind of somewhat forced back into each other's presence. I actually like watching that moment and seeing when somebody else has gotten to that moment. And then just watching them come to the decision, I am just going to pivot and walk away. And then you just, all you see is their, their body just disappearing off into the distance as they just end and I'm like going ah you know sometimes you just gotta pivot and go the other direction because you can't be a part of the conversation any longer because you got things to do but yeah I know what you're talking about I enjoy oh
0: man I I have a hard time with that pivot moment because I feel like I have to be like okay I'm gonna walk away now but like they're talking and they're so enthusiastically talking and I'm like okay I gotta listen to this but I don't want to listen to it but they don't know that I don't want to listen to it and you know that's okay how do i escape (laughs) and it's awful luckily in the household it's not so bad i literally just say i'm going now (laughs) with you guys i i make the effort to just be like but at work and stuff i'm like oh god how do i how do i end this i wish i could just pull up social media or videos in the back of my mind and watch them as i stand in those situations
2: I would give anything for that, but I don't trust the, the technology that would get us there. It's That's a little
1: yeah. terrifying.
0: What about you, Sarah? Can you relate to that? Or do yes. you just walk away?
1: No, no, I don't want to be rude. I typically don't want to participate in the conversation to begin with. But, you know, <laughs> yep. so it's trying to figure out what I have to say, or what I'm expected to say. And then... And then what happens at, like you what do you do after that? You just you just either have to sit there as a passive target for more like conversation as you just want to crawl out of your skin to escape, but you don't want to be rude. And then uh and then it's just like I sit there going slowly insane and like getting closer and closer, just like melting down and wanting to freak out, but I don't you know, I just get very impatient and angry as time goes so on. And it, then if someone escapes, to- I escape with them.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. But it all comes down to that where we're we're getting to a point in society where the rudeness is in conflict with people who don't want to do things. And yeah. so, you know, we're raised as children, don't be rude, and you got to apologize, and you got to do the right thing and all of this. And, and now people are just getting to the point of, you know what? It's not rude. It's rude to stand here and pretend like I care, and you guys just buffered again. Nope, you're back again. Yep, you're good. But anyway, so yeah, it's yep. So it's yeah. It's a. Uh,
0: it it will resolve in society eventually. Oh man. So the other thing we discussed because we were you know commiserating on these things, um, and and I'm delving into this because it just the neurodivergent tangent uh we were talking about uh eye appointments and we were talking about needing because we both wear glasses and we were like oh yeah i really need to go get an eye appointment i'm like did you know that you're not supposed to squint your eyes and my coworker looked at me and she's like what do you mean i'm like you're supposed to relax them as you take the test and she's like no i'm like it is a fallacy i said They say it's a test, which implies that I need to succeed at this, but they actually want me to relax my eyes so I'm not straining my eyes to see the letters, but I never knew this and they never tell you and they should not call it a test (laughs) because you're not being, you're being tested, but it's not a pass-fail situation. And as someone who takes things literally sometimes, when someone says test, I think of that as a pass-fail situation
2: so you never had the logical thought of if i don't see the thing as i'm as i'm seeing it they then can't correct my vision to the appropriate level
0: my vision is so bad that i just assumed vision was supposed to be bad and that i was failing automatically and i need to do something to pass and it doesn't help And the thing we discussed is it doesn't help the fact that You'll be They'll be like, what's the lowest line you can read? And you go, oh, it's this. And they go, oh, okay. Now can you try the line below it? Like somehow you failed by not doing the line below it.
2: Okay, so <laughs> now I have to go off on my tangent of my recent visit to the DMV. So I go up and the guy asked me, do you wear corrective lenses? And I said, yes. He goes, then you need to read that line for me. And he goes, cover your right eye. And I had, or my, which eye is this eye? My left eye? That's my left eye. Your left eye. I need to see with my right eye. No, he told me to cover my right eye. And I said, and I, it occurred to me at that exact moment that I read with my left eye and I see far vision with my right eye. And I said, I can't. And he said, read it. I said, I can't and he said just read the line for me because he wants me to cover my right eye and i'm like i do mono vision and this guy went oh he was pissed he's like i know what that means i do that too read it and i'm just sitting there and i'm having the i'm just like i don't want to become that bitch but god i was about ready to go off the deep end And I'm like, sir, I cannot read that line. Cannot, can't, can't. And he's like, you have to read it in order to get your driver's license. And I'm just sitting there going, I cannot resolve this problem. I cannot see that line. I said, let me take my right hand away from my right eye and I will tell you what that line says. I said, but the way you're telling me to do this, I can't do it. And he's like, you need to stop being rude. And I'm like, I'm not being rude. I am telling you, I physically cannot do what you're asking me to do. He's like, move over and stand between, because there's the plastic barriers now since COVID, you know, between everybody. Yeah. He was read it from there. And I'm like, what part of this do you not understand? You told me you have monovision. You tell me that you know what I'm talking about, but you think me not looking through a plastic barrier is going to change these circumstances? So I step over, I cover my right eye, and I said, I can't read it. And he's like, you need to stop being so argumentative. I'm like, I am
1: not. What if you just like put your hand on your left eye? Like, what what was he going to do if you just switched what eye you were covering? Would he have let it go?
2: He wouldn't let me read it without my right eye being covered. So I don't think if I had tried to cover my left eye, he would have <laughs> accepted. He finally sent me over to the machines that they used to have that at, at every. Oh, day, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I was up close. Then we get to the a point where I could visually tell that he had covered my right eye. He had a machine that forced my right eye covered. And he goes, doesn't matter which line. Tell me the number and read it to me. And I'm like, the lines that I can read don't have numbers. Because it went one, two, three, four, five. And then there were two lines that were really big and I could read those. But they didn't have numbers. And I'm like, I'm I'm back in hell again. This is going to go round and round and round. So I finally, I figured out which one was five. Because, you know, one, two, three, four, five. I said five and I just made up letters. And that's what finally got me through it. But yeah, it was you should see my DMV picture on on that driver's license. I was so pissed by the time I was done that I have the most aggressive b- bitch face that I could possibly have on my driver's license, but I don't even remember <laughs> where all of this started from. It, that was just my tangent. He wanted me to read. I could not read. And it was, I literally, it was just a gray blur. There, there were, yeah. there weren't even shapes. It was a gray blur. I usually can
0: only see like the e. Like that's e, the only thing yeah. that's moderately clear and even then it's blurry. Yeah. And anyway, I'm like yeah, the the to fact hear about our vision no, cuz we're we're talking about literalness and appreciating the fact that murder bot <laughs> is literal. And I I could yeah. definitely relate to that is there are certain things that I'm just like if you tell me I am taking a test, it is a pass fail situation. There is no not well, a test Not test, every test
2: but yes <laughs> but
0: apparently i didn't raise
2: you right because i didn't tell you you like, did every test is a test <laughs> i failed i'm sorry
0: you failed you failed the test <laughs> I failed the parenting test <laughs> oh man so okay um i don't know i mean we all liked it was there any key points that you guys wanted to discuss
1: I mean, we do get a little bit of world building again with the whole refugee and the um, saving the children of basically, you know, contracted slaves out in the corporate rim. So we get a little bit more uh, of a view into that beautiful corporate world, um, Mm. which is always frighteningly plausible. um,
0: Yeah. I'm not sure I'm ready to have that conversation.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was interesting. I do I do like how it was like Murderbot was concerned that it was Grey Chris, but it just ended up being, you know, something yeah. different.
0: Yeah. No, and it, it helped to show that it, that the universe doesn't revolve around Murderbot's situation. That sometimes Murderbot is in situations that don't directly apply to, like, Great, Chris. Um, so I did like that. Uh, I did really enjoy the fact that Murderbot used the stuff from the museum to go save them. I oh guess. yeah. <laughs> Wait, just a second.
2: Cats are getting in
0: trouble again. <laughs> Cats are getting sprayed. <laughs> just so everyone
2: knows, we just use water. It's just, yeah, water.
0: It, it's just water and it's only because Murphy was trying to get places that I didn't want him and I can't reach him from this spot and it would be a massive detangling to get myself over there. Um, And I always aim for their back ends. So they're not getting sprayed in like their face or anything. <laughs> I've actually got pretty good aim <laughs> for not being able to see. I got pretty good aim. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed the fact that, <laughs> that Murbot used the stuff from the museum. And there was a certain level of, like, just because it's old doesn't mean it can't be reliable. And I'm like, oh, if that isn't a commentary on the fact that we've just allowed technology to become, like, just, I don't know. It made me think of refrigerators and washing machines and dishwashers and the idea that it used to be, you know, it broke down, you repaired it. And now it's like, oh, no, I can't fix that. You're gonna have to buy a whole new one every five years at best. So, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I loved the the description, the word, the flop, the 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 balloon that it was in, or whatever the,
1: the when it hit the, the air sac the thing. Yeah. yeah, Oh, the yeah. flop. Yeah, <laughs> or glomped on.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Well, do we have any other parts that we want to discuss? Yeah. Keep this. This is our last rapid reads, by the way. Oh. <gasps> for now, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, I yeah, can't because yeah, no, this is our last rapid reads,
1: so we're just yeah, I mean, unless anymore? you change your mind about doing them again in the future, that's what I'm
0: saying for now. listen, you enthusiastically participate in discussions about different book topics, and I won't make you do rapid reads again.,
1: well, I'm not saying it as if it's a bad thing if we did better, oh
0: I. I don't know, oh okay, well, you guys you guys have been like it felt like i was dragging your carcasses through oh, swamp water about
2: every goddamn thing we read
0: <laughs> no you guys were not Look, huge fans of the rapid reads we were not great okay <laughs> most of them weren't these were fantastic yeah <laughs> oh my god i'm rolling my eyes at you guys uh but yes this is our last rapid reads We do have some short stories in the future, but they are not being treated as rapid reads. We are retiring the rapid read segment. Um,
1: The future is unknown, you know? I hate to make definitive statements.
0: Listen, if people message it and be like, oh my god, no, bring back the rapid reads, I will bring back the rapid reads. reads. (laughs) But... The plan we're is we are actually
2: we're not reading uh the the zodiac academy because like it was
0: it will not be rapid people. it's fine. No, it was 22 oh. people. It, it oh. has not hit the requirement Kim is quite happy. No, so academy. you know what I should think read? what
1: the uh the war of two queens book that we no. put off indefinitely. No.
0: No. You really want to read it Sarah? no
2: (laughs) she's just trying to rile me up. really sarah
1: i I mean to be fair it's been a while since i've uh had to read that author
0: oh okay
1: although i feel like if i started reading it i would remember why i didn't want to continue
2: there were people (laughs) that i've seen on on tiktok who even liked the first ones and Hated that book with a. Oh no,
0: it's not the greatest one. It's not the greatest one. Yeah, now you know, could I torture you guys with like some Crescent City? Um, there's a whole book of Nesta and Cassian I could torture you with. I have options.
1: Oh, maybe that should
0: be a lot
1: because it's just smut (laughs) like several hundred pages of smut and stair climbing. And so, you know, just read the dialogue in between those parts good to
0: go yeah no there there are better things to read i need to have the chance what i said ain't that the truth however i am sad that kim will not be reading zodiac academy unless you know there's a flare-up and people go no i want to make her read it and they go you know like the video that is always well it
2: probably helps that you didn't like hashtag zodiac academy on it yeah i did you did it no you didn't i checked (laughs) hi like, why why are the zodiac academy people not coming out of the woodwork on this so i checked you okay, you hashtag book. book talk and um something else and something else but no
0: literally you the first hashtag is zodiac academy
2: are you sure i looked okay well those people are not on the ball then i couldn't <laughs> i looked and it wasn't there
0: <laughs> I'm like I love how you're like yeah you didn't do that. And I'm like I'm nearly positive that was like the first half that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so yeah, we have one more book now, and then we will be taking a couple weeks break for the first time in like two years. Um, proper break. Well, technically, actually, we're reading something else from recording, but like listeners will get a couple weeks break, and then we'll get our break. That's that timey wimey stuff. Um. Yeah.
1: There you go, destroying the magic and all over again.
0: Well, you had a very confused look on your face, Sarah. So I wanted to make sure you didn't Just spoil the... Yeah.
1: Because I absolutely was not paying any attention to what you were saying. Well, <laughs> very, you know.
0: I was <laughs> monitoring without word, really Amber. absorbing. <laughs> Anyways, so we will be coming back with one more episode. We will be doing Network Effect. Which Sarah needs to reread and I am working on reading because Kim already read that one. It's
2: so good.
0: Um, and then we'll be taking a break and we will be returning with Sarah's birthday pick and starting up with our Pride Month. And we will be starting our book topic discussions. We'll see how these two do with that. So any other? Oh, ratings. My God. You guys were letting me go into the final thing without, like, any ratings. I didn't think
1: you were about to launch into the finale. I was waiting for you to get to the ratings part.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So first up is how exciting exciting did you find this book, Sarah? I mean,
1: like, from an engaging standpoint, more so than exciting because it's a murder mystery. There's not a lot of action going on. If I remember correctly, I don't remember a lot of action. Oh, the combat bot that we didn't even talk about. How there was like a sleeper combat bot that Murderbot had to fight. Um, for Port Authority masquerading as Balin.
0: Oh, and- yeah. Okay. Yeah. I- wow. Yeah.
1: And Jolly Baby and like the other cargo bots all step yeah, in.
0: stepped in. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I also just want to mention it was cool seeing all the, like, the free bots, um, since this is, like, the first time that we see a
0: mm-hmm.
1: larger number yeah. of them and, like, tell us and all that. I um, forgot about that. But, yeah, back to <laughs> um Engagement. Uh I think I would give it, like... I honestly don't know. Um <laughs> Thank God
2: Amber <laughs> moved because I thought you were buffering again. You you were solid. I don't even know if you were breathing.
1: I'm, like, <laughs> uh, I'm torn between like four and a half and five because I was like it, I wasn't excited excited but
0: I was pretty engaged. I'm going to go with 4.5. You 5. know, I was going to say or you could just do 4.75. I could. I'm going to go with
1: 4.75 okay. on this arbitrary rating skill. <laughs>
0: why are you putting me up you're judging my rating scale we're revamping it okay (laughs) kim how exciting did you find this book i found it very exciting i love the
2: battle scene i love the um the 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 rescue of the kidnapped people
1: Actually, I do um, want to put mine as a five because I forgot I was really engaged during the whole rescuing the people from the container yeah, and it's like yeah. not even sealed. Okay. So if it moved, they would all die. Yeah. yeah so
2: yeah. <laughs> um, I love the people's reaction. I love the fact that one of them sh- finally, finally, we really actually see a, a non-combatant shoot m- Murderbot, um, whether it was on purpose or accident or not. Cause they're all terrified of Murderbot because of all of the, the television shows that portray the, the the sec units and the combat units as just being these these rogue things that are going to destroy the universe um yeah i th- i thought it was very engaging i loved it anyway go ahead because amber's dropped off into the distance
0: no nope, i'm still here i i give it a four. Oh, okay I was pondering a three point five, but then I remembered, yeah, I did enjoy the ending of it, so a four. Um, a four. Ease of reading, Kim. Five. Sarah. Five. Easy peasy. I gave it a four point five, and that is only because I had started reading it physically. No, never mind. I'm sorry. I was going to say I started reading it physically and then I was having a hard time focusing. But that's when I remembered that I did not have a digital copy of the words. So I just went straight to audiobook. So I guess a five because I just listened to it. I didn't really read it. I, I I mean, I read it like I consumed it, but not like eyesight was not following the words. Uh, I don't want to invalidate audiobooks because audiobooks are a valid way to read. But like it's not. The action of reading is it the action of reading? What am I going for here, guys? I have climbed into really a hole.
1: That the I don't know. Twitter police are going to attack you for this. So just let's
0: <laughs> move on. Okay. <laughs> so then, emotional <laughs> reaction. Sarah probably five. Okay. Kim five. I give it a four. Like, it was enjoyable, but and Sarah's gonna say, but you don't always apply, miss. It didn't make me cry. It didn't, like, have me make me have extreme emotions. Look, anything
1: higher than a three on the Murderbot series is just, like, success. surprising to me when it's coming from you, so it's like, whatever. I'll, I'll take a four. I will accept okay. a 4 Okay, I will perhaps be a little judgy on the inside, but, you know,
0: I will probably not say anything. Other than, you know, commenting on being judgy on the inside. Yes. Okay, so then Sarah, what is your overall rating? Five. Okay. Kim? Five. Hi, Murph. Mine's a 4.25. Okay. Thank you for that
1: extra .25 over what you gave it in Goodreads.
0: I can't do decimal points in Goodreads. If you followed me in Storygraph, you would see it's a 4.25 in Storygraph. I don't want
2: to start now. Well, I downloaded it, and never engaged, so I don't
0: know if I do. Like I now it. use it regularly. I quite like it, mostly because I can actually track formats of books, and I like doing that. And I can do book reading challenges, which I like. And I like seeing how many of each genre I read. Oddly enough, I read a lot more children's books this year than I thought I did. Um,
2: so. Hmm. If anybody, because there's another one coming out, another murder bot coming out in November.
1: System collection.
2: Yep, which I'm hoping to get the ARC for. It's not there yet. I've looked.
0: Um, you better not get uh, the ARC and read it before I have a chance. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I want to get the I'm ARC. So I don't know that there'll so be an ARC, though. I don't know either. Usually but what I was there say, would be one by now.
2: There was a special edition of these books that came out, but they're selling for an atrocious amount of money. The white uh, cover ones? Know yes Mm -hmm. God, those are so gorgeous i wish i could afford them me too um but did you see
0: the copies of sandman i showed you i sent you today
2: no i haven't been on my phone i've been oh my god anyway let me finish maybe if anybody sees a special edition of the entire series coming out whether it's special covers or whatever i want it so badly um because i want the white ones very badly but they're really expensive so i'm not i spend a lot of money on shit but i'm not spending that kind of money because i think they're minimum thousand five hundred and that's one set and then there's a different set that's over five thousand um there's, (laughs) there's a numbered set and a lettered set i'm not sure what the difference is between the two but yeah as you can tell i've done a little bit of research trying to get special editions of these books and so I'm hoping there will be a new special edition once, because that's the complete set. From what I understand, it's supposed to be seven, and that's it.
0: I'm so... Curious. It
1: made it seem like there might be another one. I'm not sure no. if that's accurate.
2: I was reading an article from some years ago that said there were only supposed to be seven, so maybe she's adjusted since they're so popular. Um, what is Amber looking at?
0: Well, uh, it's is going to annoy you guys both. Uh, the limited editions have a exclusive short story that has never appeared in print. In print. In, in print. print. In print, home, habitat, range, niche territory. Um, and the reason why... So, the lettered ones, there were only 26 signed leather-bound copies. And they're housed Ooh. in a custom custom tray case, while mm-hmm. as the numbered ones were 400 signed numbered copies without the custom tray case.
2: Mm. Yeah. I don't have $5,000 sitting around.
1: Yeah, it's a very, very limited run. Um, yeah. No wonder they're it it so
2: expensive. <laughs> yeah, it, it explains why they're so expensive, most definitely. Um, yeah. But- i'm not willing to spend that kind of money. yeah
1: and goodreads says that there's eight and nine like untitled book eight untitled book nine after book seven so i don't know if, uh... like, it, if that's accurate or
2: like i said the article i read was from like 2012 um oh, yeah that, would have been that said there were only going to be seven but that doesn't mean it's
1: Or someone's just adding books on as wishful. Yeah I was going to
0: say that that's always a risk Is sometimes people put things um, as multiple. However apparently in 2021 Wells said that a potential TV series adaptation was in development and that she had read the script and was really excited about it. Oh my god I would love that. Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't I like half the fun is just the narrative, the internal monologue. and You don't, how would you do that act like well enough with team? Oh, or... you could. Now, where was that? You could, but would they actually is Will the they. thing. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So, were you really, really mad? So, do we don't tell you if we get the arc to Murderbot if it becomes available or, um, or do we tell what you was the how question? great it is? Are you going to be really mad if we, if we manage to get an ARC for Murderbot? Oh.
1: I mean, if I don't know about it, I won't care.
2: Okay, so we don't tell. That's what I just heard.
0: So, it says, how many murder bot books will there be? Three more books are planned. In December 2022, Wells announced the upcoming full-length novel System Collapse with a which is scheduled to be published in November 2023. A Murderbot short story, "The Future of Work Compulsory," which takes place before all systems red was published in Wired in 2018. Um, so, there's definitively seven. The implication is there might be more, but that I, there's nothing that's saying explicitly that there is an eight, nine. Okay. So, they might be like compilations of some of those short stories or something. Anyway. All right. Sorry, I had to stretch. Any other final thoughts? Nope. Okay, and then on that. Oh, Sarah? Oh, that was laggy. <laughs> okay. On that note, our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Bookpile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also support us on bookshop.org. Our link is available via our social media. You can email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.